You're listening to the World Famous Wire Roof Radio with cast number 662, recorded November 5th, 2019. Brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Everybody, it's DB in Arizona with a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. A little oddly shaped this week, and I do apologize for that. We got Gabe, he was at the uh, BMW Center in South Carolina, and we got him able to connect and we got him to record, and we got to record a really good episode with him. And I didn't want to jinx it by doing everything else, so that's why the show is going to be a little bit oddly shaped. And we're going to get to that conversation we have with Gabe here in just a second. Before we do, I want to remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, of course, our boys at cravenspeed.com. I want you to click over there, just go over to cravenspeed.com. That's what I'm doing right now, cravenspeed.com. Just go over there. And then even if you don't have a mini or you're looking for something for the other car in your garage that's not a mini, I want you to go in there and I want you to click on pick your car. Once you do that, you're going to find all the other things that they have for all of these other brands of cars. It's like a whole bunch of different brands of cars, not just limited to Mini Coopers. It's totally awesome. Of course, you have a Mini, so you're just going to click where it says Mini, and you're going to go in there, and it's like Christmas, right? And uh, you're going to look at the Gemini phone mount so that you're not an animal holding your cell phone while you drive. You're going to look at the dipstick which is awesome. The short shifter, awesome. Are you still rocking an R53? You want to mod it? Pull Craven Speed's got the pull you're going to use. Uh, all the cool stuff. It's all made of unobtainium and custom built, 3D printed, all kinds of stuff. It's like all the highest technology stuff that you can do right there in Portland, Oregon. Old, uh, old school sponsor of White Roof Radio Motoring Files. Well, they've been like sponsors with us forever. You guys know this. I don't know why I have to keep telling you these things. I want you to go over there and check them on that. That's cravenspeed.com. If you happen to place an order at cravenspeed.com, you'll see there's an area there to leave a comment. In the comment form, I'd like you to make sure you say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, this time being cravenspeed.com. You join a conversation with Mr. Gabe Bridger, already in progress. How is South Carolina, Gabe? Oh, so good. BMW, BMW is, um, it's all good times. So, uh, so much, so much new news and information and interesting, interesting anecdotes. Um, really, are we on black roof, gray roof or white roof? Uh, we're just going to, we're just recording at this moment and I'll put it all together later. We're going to call this the show. Cool. All right. You, so you need it to be, do we need a, like a skiff here or something? No. No, no, no. We're all good. So I'm in this town called uh, Spartanburg. And it is in South Carolina. And so um, I've been invited down to drive the 300 horsepower JCW Clubman and the 300 horsepower JCW Countryman, as well that, as. Isn't that new? Isn't that Clubman? Isn't that the, the new company car is going to be here very soon? Uh, it looks like it. Looks like it. Um, actually that I have a, I have a question for the, for the audience here, um, as well as experience the, uh, mini Cooper SE and other things, uh, sat in a unreleased Rolls Royce tonight. Saw the picture in Slack. Very cool. Um, 
Yeah, that's going to be, um, I think it's going to be released in a couple of days. So, so is that going to be like a, like a, like a $750,000 Rolls Royce SUV, Gabe? Um, probably half a million, I imagine. Something <laughs> like that. Um, that is embargoed. Those photos are embargoed. You didn't oh. hear them from me. They're embargoed. But, um, the key thing though, uh, is of course the menus. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be doing track and road testing of all of them as well as the M8 and other, like basically all the other really, really, really fast and interesting BMWs as well. Um, uh, M2 CS is not here because it was just announced, but a bunch of other stuff. Very so cool. yeah, really, really cool stuff. I am um, really excited. You know, really, truly excited about the Clubman and country. We can talk about that in a second, but and, and I that just- is what's going on. Super cool. We're all super excited to actually see what you think of all those cars, especially the SE. Uh, that one, I'm really kind of excited about to see how it actually drives. Yeah, and to be clear, um, the SE, I missed my chance to drive it this summer. Um, so I probably won't be driving it tomorrow. I don't think they're going to have it available. It's going to be uh, – they're Correct. holding – I believe they're going to do um, drives this um, this winter. Oh, got it. Interesting. Gabe, since we've got limited amount of time tonight and we're with our connection issues and whatnot, I was wondering if you could maybe weigh in slightly on the JCW GP pricing that you just posted over at motoringfile.com uh, uh, just a couple of days ago. We are announcing, of course, we're talking about a, a brand new JCW GP. This is the third time right. that we've, th- we've done this over the course of, GP3, I mean, we've been doing GP3, this show for 45 years. Is that right? Yeah, GP3. Exactly. So this is this is big. I, uh, we started yeah, the show right after we all came back from Vietnam. Yes, exactly. So so it only happens so often. This is a big moment. And what's interesting about this car is, of course, it's outright performance. We've 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 been talking about JCWGPs as cars that were rewarding drivers' cars. We never focused on outright performance because they would be destroyed by their contemporary rivals for similar money if you really wanted to look for those cars. So like, for instance, the Golf R, we have more power, um, you know, yada, yada, yada. There's always products out there that put out more power than, than, than the JCW GP. That, that, now, that, that now is basically not true. Um, you may find a, a car or two that, that is very close, if not a little bit more, but there's not a huge difference anymore. The JCW GP is now packing 300 plus horsepower. And so I think that's the, that's the sort of the, the, the big, um, the big factor here that changes the, the equation. Because if you look at what we paid for the GP in 2006, in terms of dollars, Todd, right. you did hey, the math. Todd just did the math on this, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So, you know, uh, MSRP for the 2006 GP or GP1, for those who call it that, drumroll is? 31.5. I've got the sticker right here. Yeah. Yeah. 31.5. For the second GP, the MSRP is? Wasn't it like 36.5, I think? It's 39. No, 39. Oh, 39. Yeah, okay. And so now we are at this car with with considerable considerable more performance. And Todd, you would probably uh, argue that the GP2 did not have a dramatic performance change over the well, GP1. On, yeah, on, and on paper, the, the GP2 had the exact same horsepower 
as the off the showroom floor JCW of the time. Right. And and I would argue that car is still underrated because it's it's from a performance perspective it was amazing, but there was also some flaws and yada yada yada. It was 39,000. So now we are talking about a car that has and I'm not good at math, but I think about 85, 87 horsepower more than the first GP. Is that right? No. Um it's more like 70 something because you're going 1 from- million horsepower more. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it should be it should be quite a bit more than that. It's seventy three because if you take uh, three hundred one as the number, the current JCW is two twenty eight um, out of the box. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the first GP. Oh, the first GP. Yeah, it was uh, two eighteen. So your difference between uh, as Europeans two fourteen in America <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, I'm just going off the back of the brochure that many posted. Okay, so the point is, it's a it's a considerable amount of horsepower. It's 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 in the range of almost 40% more horsepower. Yes. 37%, something like that. So my, my point is, though, that that's a considerable amount. So if you look at the actual inflation, how much more, does it, inflation. How much more does it weigh, though, is my question. It weighs like a thousand, the car weighs like a thousand pounds. No, uh, no not at all. Uh, it, it's probably, it's probably 29. The, the first generation was 26. I mean, it's not, it's not considerably more. Yeah, the horsepower. I mean, given, was, given, between the power range, should be better. Around, yeah, yeah no, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a dramatic difference in in performance. So the, my point is, it is a it is a uh, it's not just like a factor of one. Like it's it, it is a it's a different level of performance you're getting from this car. And I will tell you from everything I've read and everything I've talked to engineers about um, <clears throat> the 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 DSC alone and the ability for this car to actually um, put that power down on pavement and perform is in not another league it's like another century from where we were before and it doesn't mean to say the first gp is is you know is is not particularly like relevant anymore it's still an incredible car i just drove one recently um and it's an amazing amazing experience but this is just it, it feels like it's a 30-year gap between these two cars is, is my is is my uh, hypothesis here and so when we think about the pricing you have to keep that in mind so if you think about 31.5, is that right, for the first GP? Correct. If you take a look at inflation, that's that would be right now for that car, 39 and change. Is that right, Todd? Uh, no, I think it's 43, isn't it? Oh, 43? The, the math worked out to be like 40,200 or something. Yeah, it was 40. Right grand. in there. 40, 40 grand. grand. All right, 40,000. Okay, so my point yeah. is that that um, if you take that and car- that would be- that would be oh, adjusted. That's, that's, that's the GP one adjusted for inflation from 2006 to 2019. The price of that car today, if it was still mm-hmm. manufactured the way it was, would mm-hmm. be forty thousand two hundred. Let's just say they would probably charge thirty nine five hundred for it. Yeah. Anyway. So I think what we're talking about is a car that's considerably more powerful and considerable amount of performance that's that's added to this car, and they're selling it for. Twelve and a half grand more. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half percent more. Twelve and a half percent higher. Yeah. And you get a how much more extra horsepower? Gabe, you said was it eighty-seven thousand percent? Thirty thousand more horsepower. Yeah, it was thirty thousand more horsepower. Right. So that seems reasonable to me. Eighty-three or eighty-five, depending on who you're at. I don't so still I, work I, it still works out to forty-four thousand nine hundred dollars. Because technically, and, they're not calling this a three hundred and one horsepower. Um, the like the the countrymen and the clubmen. They're only listed in the U.S. as 300, 
or is it are they doing 301 gabe you're there at the at the deal you tell me what the club uh it's 301 officially and it's 306 in europe correct Okay. So, so they, they had to get over the 300 mark is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's yeah, the point. Okay. I just, I just sent you, and I, I don't know if it's going to come through. I just sent you the, the speech tonight from um, new head of mini USA about some of this. It's, it's a, it's a car that, you know, I think is, is changing the equation a bit on the GP. And I think that's one of the things If we, if we, if we consider the power and the performance, you kind of have to talk about the automatic transmission. Because as that sounds just like total like insanity to a lot of us, it also goes hand in hand with really um, sort of, you know, allowing for the performance to be realized in, in real life. Okay. And, okay. Um, and I think it's, I think it's, it's going to be, it, it, it's just a, it's a very different type of product. I will say as somebody who loves manuals, I wish it was a manual transmission. I talked to folks tonight about that. The reality is Mini does not have a transmission. In fact, BMW and Mini, they just don't have a transmission that can cope with this torque. Right. And Why do I find that so hard to believe? That the they, company they that built the M3 and the M5, both of which available with manual transmissions up until recently, don't have a manual transmission they could put in the Mini? Well, there's a couple things. A manual transmission and and the clutch, especially handling that. Wow. Not even okay. close. The reason why, the reason why is because that's shocking. Of the, the reason why is because the, the, um, the, it's a front wheel drive drivetrain. And so you're, you're, you're talking about when you say, like, oh my God, they have a yeah, okay. juice yeah. CS with 444 horsepower and a manual yeah, transmission. It, it, it's all apples going and in a straight line. No, you're it's right. going to the back. It's a completely different thing. And so what Mini has done with this engine is they have partnered with ASIN. And ASIN is the one who's providing the automatic transmission as well as the manual transmission. Manual transmission is, frankly, subpar. And it can't cope with a ton of power. Um, it's also not great. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know if I had the choice, and I hate to say this, if I'd choose it, we're in this car. If I had to experience the manual transmission I experience on a daily basis with my JCW Countryman, I love I will, that car. Yeah, I will I say that. They gave I I much prefer the the Getrag uh, six speed that was in my R53 GP over what's currently in my JCW. I would tend to agree with well, you. That find- G, the current the one in your JCW is a Getrag, and it's actually a revised version that's dramatically better. And so I that's why I, <laughs> I crazy. Still I still don't like it as much because I find it uh, a, a, a little. Not, it's 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 almost too. Yours, your 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 Getrag and your R fifty three JCW GP is extremely notchy, and I think there's some satisfaction to that. And I, I and I totally understand why you're saying that. I'm kind of giving you shit. It's yeah. it, it it actually is a is is a right. sort of an old school approach, and yeah. I like it. I, I like that transmission. That was the last transmission I had in my first of my 2003 uh, R50 was that six-speed yeah. Getrag. Oh, you, man, I really like it. Do a yourself lot. a favor and sneak some time in a, if not an M2, like an M235 or M240, because it has the it has the transmission that I've always believed that we should have gotten, and there should have been a version of that. It is the slickest shifting yet 
like totally like, you know, notchy and satisfying, like clickety click of a manual you've ever felt. And, and it's such a shame that we don't get in a mini. Now I like the manual transmission in the current small minis. I think it's really good. And Todd, I agree that there's like a, there's a lack of like mechanical feel to it at times, but in manual for manuals in the middle of a city and commuting, it's nice to have that kind of slick action. Well, and I think you're right. It's 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 a little too buttery smooth. In that, I'm really glad that the numbers come up in the uh, in the tack. It tells you what gear you're in, because so many yeah. times, so many times you're like, "What the? Where am I? I can't even just like I used to just be able to reach down and touch with my knuckle and yeah. tell you what gear I was in 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 all of the R53s I've ever driven. Heck, I do it in in our uh, in our Roadster also. I can be well, driving. Yep. I just I don't even have to look. I just reach over and knock, and I can tell what gear I'm in by where it is. This new I actually, I'm yeah, like I'll, I'm going to get some shit for this. I actually think that the the F, I'm sorry, the R56 manual Getrag was my favorite because I think it it kind of it it took away some of the notchiness and it was more well judged between the the um, the clutch and the transmission versus the um, R53. But it wasn't as, as, as sort of like um, devoid of that mechanical feel. But you know, all that aside, like I actually like the current get drags they sell in the cars. They're they're really much better than the one that the manual than the JCW Club N and Countryman have um, from what's 17, 18, 19. So there's a couple other things that's interesting. So this GP uh, has got that ASIN, and so it eliminates all of our gripes, right? Um, right? Theoretically, but more than that, it's got this incredible differential in the front. And it's got some incredible DSC, some traction control. So what Mini has done is they have worked their asses off to basically create a car. They said, okay, so BMW does not offer an, a manual transmission of this. Okay, noted. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend all of our time refining this drivetrain. So it delivers, it extracts the maximum amount of performance from the engine. And so you've got a car that is really unique in some respects, especially for many, that's a 300 horsepower car, front wheel drive, automatic, but it's designed to perform incredibly well. Is it going to be as fast as the Clubman and, and Countryman? I'm fascinated to see because it's really hard for a front wheel drive car to create enough traction to produce times under five seconds. To do a four and a half second, zero to 60. Which is... The countrymen and club and the clubmen, especially, I think is what four point eight. I, I and I think that's conservative. I'm going to be driving it tomorrow. In fact, I'm going to be driving it for like a thousand miles, and um, I'll find out soon. But I've talked to engineers tonight about that car, about the countrymen and clubmen, <clears throat> and of course, everybody's like the clubmen's the one you want. Like that's that's the one. Um, but what they've done is they didn't just like basically like tune up the engine. They and they didn't just add more cooling, they actually change the entire drivetrain subtly. So if you look at the back of a new clubman or countryman, the drivetrain, the drive shaft, everything in the back is really beefed up. And so it's designed to be able to handle that torque specifically. And you'll feel it like from the, what the injuries have told me, it's, it's feels decidedly uh, just more, not just more powerful, but sort of more confident. And I think it's, I think it's interesting because you know, this is a car that Mini and BMW um, have produced together, but Mini fought hard, really, really hard for a manual version, sort of, by the way. 
right. kind of behind the scenes. Um, and they couldn't get it. And, you know, in some respects, I think it's a huge shame that they couldn't do it. But when I think about the experience I've had for the past year in the JSW Countryman with 228 horsepower, mind, mind you, with that manual, I don't know if I'd want to experience that with a 300 horsepower car. It, it's not entirely confidence inspiring. It's and it, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, and right. I I don't know because you know translate this to okay, so we got 300 horsepower, and yes, it's an automatic transmission, and we all agree that it it almost has to be to be able to lay it down effectively, to be able to make the car yeah. handle effectively and take off and have good times. Okay, uh, because I'll tell you that even from my car, the, the JCW with with 228 horsepower out of the box, um, is is sometimes unruly in that you can't put that power down. There's, it's almost like it's at its it's at its. There's no headroom left there, and I think Mini has taken that into consideration because first to second gear in my car is so sluggish. So like it's mm-hmm. it's almost like the turbo doesn't kick in until you shift to second gear and then it's your head snaps back in the headrest and you're like oh there's the power it really mm-hmm. is and I'm not the only one who thinks that I think a lot of other people with new JCWs have the same feeling they're like one you mm-hmm. go about 50 feet in first gear before you're at redline and you have to shift which is fine a lot of cars are like that now but the real power sets in about a half a second after you shift into second gear and you take mm-hmm. off like a rocket. And I think once you put 301 horsepower into a front-wheel drive car, they have to handle that for you electronically, which is what they're doing with the automatic transmission and the limited slip and the DSC. All of these things combine to give you traction to put that down to make the car, one, competent, two, fast, and yeah. three, and fun. Yeah. No, you're, Not you're spot on. <laughs> Not no, terrible. You're, you're 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 spot on. I I totally agree. So, and I think I think that's you know I I will say this. Um, it makes the GP one and and the GP two special, and, and I think that we should celebrate that. You know, like listen, this new car we're getting is awesome. Is it better? Absolutely. Like in every in every measurable way, right. it's fundamentally right. better. And I will, I will love it. And I will, and I will love it. Honestly, between us and nobody else is listening, right? Nope. Not anymore. This is the first. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, Gabe. I'm just kidding. So let it linger. This is the first mini. um, This is the first mini since, well, actually the new, the new clubman I would consider very seriously. Um, I, I want this car. I want the new GP badly, hmm. and and I know that I can't get one from from the press fleet. Like you know, it's, I I want it badly, and and I'm excited for it. But that said, it will the GP one, the values will rise. The manual transmission cars, the JCW R53s, the you know well spec and, and and low miles will rise, and eventually the GP two will rise. And this is. This is something that we need to just wrap our heads around. Yeah, this is a I, don't think the G, I don't think the GP2 is going to get that high because I think they've all gotten passed around so many times that they're going to be all pretty much beat up unless somebody's gone in a bubble or buried in a garage underground oh, or something. Oh, no, there, because there's, they've, there's, been, there's a they've been used. 
You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch sold. There's a bunch sold, and you know I think there's a lot of people that bought them and and just don't yeah. don't drive a lot. So I, I think that's they're true. out there. But I, but the point is like this is a manual transmission um, car we're talking about that's special, and I think there's certain sort of equations there that you know dictate it being rare and people will, will really be interested in it over the next 10 to 20 years until, you know, we all stop driving and then nobody knows how to drive transmission. That's my Sure. Right. And then we all just spend our lives looking at phones. My question is, and I think this has been a, a recurring theme that I've seen posted all over the web when, when people talk about the GP3 yep. is the pricing at 45,000. Now let me just get this out you know, early on, I don't think that's excessive. I think it's a, a fair pricing structure for this. Definitely you know, aspirational. Well, given, Definitely that, aspirational. given that I'm driving, I'm, I've got a 2019 JCW hardtop right now with, uh, uh, what's the, what's the high end pack, the, the top package on that now. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's slipping my mind. Um, the iconic, uh, iconic pack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, I'm looking at iconic pack. In fact, mm-hmm. here's the I'm, here's the sticker right here on my desk: forty one thousand dollars for this car. Plus, mm-hmm. I've got a JCW Pro suspension and a JCW Pro exhaust. So, at about four grand, for that, I'm at forty five thousand dollars for this car. Okay, the one that's in my garage right now. Um, and it's less of a car than the GP is spec wise with the exception of maybe the suspension and the exhaust. But those are not really... I mean, the suspension is more of a performance thing, but we haven't seen and we don't know anything about the suspension on the GP3 yet, how it would compare to, say, the adjustable coilovers of the JCW Pro. Anyway, um, I'm driving a $45,000 Mini right now. have been for the last 10 months. So I don't think it's excessive. Now, that's just me. I think a lot of people are going, that's outrageous for a Mini... And I would agree. And like I told you guys in our, our discussion earlier in the week, I bet the average age of GP3 buyer is going to be well over 50 years old. Yep. Yeah. Um, just because those are the people with the money to be able to afford this. Young people who could afford it would not be spending $45,000 on a mini. I can almost guarantee that. That, you know... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love yeah. to hear from, I mean, audience, you know, I'd love to hear from them. I, I don't disagree with you, um, but if you look at demographic data around cars like this, it's it's rare to see anybody buying high-performance cars that are under 45, 50 years old. Well, and what's weird like, was... Like, like really high-performance. I mean, M3s... M3s are one of the lowest average buying. Well, it used to be back in the day when BMWs like started at thirty-five thousand dollars. An M3 was one of the lowest average um, ages for buyers. It was also the highest loan default rate car they sold. <laughs> well, and I only have my own experience to go from. I was thirty-seven when I bought my GP, the the first one in two thousand six. So, you know, I'm like, well, I think most of the people, and there were quite a few older people who bought that car also, but most of the people I know who were in the first 20, 30 buyers, who I'm still friends with a lot of them, were in their 30s and 40s at the time. You know, they were under 50, and I think we've kind of moved beyond that. And it's not it's not a mini problem. I think it's the economy itself has not grown at the at the same rate as car prices have, yeah, we're we're kind yeah. of a 
it's a victim not so much of of it's not many's problem as much as no. the economy as a whole in the well, US. And I, yeah and i think car prices have gone gone higher um yeah. you know even even above and beyond inflation and then there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons for that from a um you know just yeah. just yeah yeah from a regulation standpoint yeah yeah i still see people in their 30s and 40s i live in the midwest here and gabe it's probably not as bad in Chicago, but I live in the Midwest and I see people in their 30, 40, 30s and 40s driving around in $60,000 pickup trucks. I was at oh, the GM, yeah. I was at the GMC dealer recently and I also got to say the story really quick considering the pickup truck story you just said is uh, the guy we were talking to had recently sent somebody off his lot with a 100 month loan. And that guy was happier than a pig in shit to drive that truck. 100 month loan. 100 month loan. That, that is incredible. I mean, that's, that's really scary. Gonna, yeah. Are you going to live that long? What's going on? <laughs> right? 100-month loan, dude. That's wow. almost 10 years. Almost a 10-year loan on a car. I'm sure – I mean, it was it was a new GMC. Probably, if it wasn't a full-size, it was a super decked-out uh, half-ton truck. It probably had a – probably rolled off the lot like 80 grand. That is incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. It really is. You know, more fun with inflation – because I also have an expensive Mini. I always forget that my Mini was very, very expensive when it was new in 2013 because it has all the options. My Roadster is fully loaded. There's not an option that was not put on this car. And if this car was still in production today and the same price, uh, it would cost roughly $48,000. I was going to say, your car was forty grand in 2013, DB. Yeah. Because I have... Actually, my Mini is like forty two. I was going to so. say, I have the same car, and I don't have nav uh, and or leather... Or I don't even have Xenons in my Roadster, right? which I still goes beyond. No, my, my Roadster has all the things, which means it would be almost a $50,000 car today. Right. So I got to really- tell you, well, the best, the best Mini I... Um, still the best Mini well, they've ever built. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I, I hesitate here because I think the, the, the Clubman and the Countryman I just had recently for the yeah. same cost is such a dramatically... It's, such, it's a better car. But okay. to your point, DB, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a car more with the Mini logo on it than my JCW Roadster. I a, I still Black Roadster. God, that car I was awesome. Still should still should have tried to buy uh, bought that car. I still I still think about that car. <laughs> yeah, it's I an do, incredible I, car. I still love our Roadster. I I still think it's an amazing car and everything. And you know, I like having the Roadster and I like having my new JCW because I've got all of the tech. The comfort in the new car—it's you don't have to worry about being cold in the winter time. It's go- I can't. Well, you know, you say that. You say that, Todd. I drove my car through the winter and through. By the way, one of the worst winters in Chicago history. I was never cold in that car. Oh, it's it's it's, re- it's not bad. I think the it's road's totally fine. fine. Yeah, we we drive it. I um, loved it. It's got the best winter tires. I put the uh, the Blizzax on our roadster last week because we had an inch of snow on Halloween night. So <laughs> yeah, so the, well, yeah, we well, I slept. And and, and really yeah, quick, I want to I want to jump in. Things. I want to say something. I got research. I have to do this for I lose a tap. Uh, the transmission thing. Those those of you who are out there saying, yeah, but fellas, the Focus RS has like I don't know, almost four hundred horsepower, and Ford did that in the Escort or in the uh, not the Escort, in the whatever the Focus. And then there's the old Escort Kazi, right? The the ninety five Kazi, the zero to sixty in like five seconds. Keep in mind, kids, both of those were all wheel drive cars. Mm-hmm. Both of them, the ninety five. And also, by the way, Ford, kudos the to Ford. 
The 95 Posi, which did a 4.90 to 60 in 95, um, which you could, if you were lucky if you could buy one, but all wheel drive. Actually, four wheel drive. Kudos to Ford for for selling that car. I mean, and producing it. So I got two things to tell you guys. So so I think here's the thing two two things. One's a question. Um, So tomorrow I get to experience the JCB Clubman and the JCB Countryman. I am. I am signed up and I have, um, through, of course, uh, my, um, hard work and motoring file, I'm going to be given a, a, a long-term year long loan to drive and, and write about the clubman, which is, which is awesome. Right. I'm going to be turning in my countrymen and I'm okay. excited for the change. However, I'm going to be getting a countryman, um, that looks I, almost identical to the one I had two years ago with the same 18 inch black wheels has a red top, but same everything else. Okay. Meanwhile, I could potentially get a white. It's not really white. Is it? It's a uh, white silver countryman with the gorgeous 19 inch wheels and red top. If I so desired. Hmm. Instead of what a JC- you, I'd get instead of a Jason, they're both JCW. They're both JCW. No, I get, I get, I. This is going to sound bad, Gabe, and you probably could not guess that I'm going to uh, uh, say this, but I would go for the Countryman. So I just came out of a Countryman. So part go, of me feels I, like I would, I would go Clubman just because you just came out of a Countryman. I still. So we yeah, are so no help to you whatsoever. I appreciate that. No, so I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm edging towards Clubman. I mean, number one, they already did the paperwork for me. Um, and I, I'm, you know, and they're, and they're wonderful, and, and many will, will, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they could maybe change that. But um, to be honest with you, you know, it's compelling. The, the, the Countryman looks, it looks stunning in white with red and the 19-inch wheels. Yeah, but Clubman yeah. is like a station wagon, Gabe, and you're an automotive journalist. It's <laughs> it's a rite of passage. It's the you're thing right. to do. You'll that be will, next time you go to Detroit right, right. and you're hanging out with the Jalopnik guys. You know, Patrick George is going to say, "Oh, you took the Clubman, or you took the Countryman. You didn't get the wagon. Come on, dude. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were I, one. Well, I don't care. And I then they're going to kick that. you out of the club. But I'm here's the no, you're you're right. It's it's cool. The Clubman and I, it's, it's Clubman is inherently cooler. Like just, it, it, it is. It it is okay. Here's here's my take on it though: is drivability, and this is going to sound odd. And Gabe, you might disagree with me. I think the Countryman driving wise feels smaller than the Clubman does. It well, feels you're up higher, so you can see the edges. <laughs> you can just. Well, I, don't that, I don't know if that's because I think it's like you close your eyes for the feel of the car. The Countryman yeah. feels more like a hard top. You know, they've they've dialed that in so well. Yeah. It feels like it handles more like the hardtop than the Clubman. Well, itself. It, it, it does. So I can I can tell you, I've driven them back to back quite a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Countryman feels taller. There's no question about it, and it, it, it just it, I mean it is, but you feel it. And so the uh, the performance king by a, a clear margin is the Clubman, but it's not dramatic. You know, there's no there's no dramatic difference between the two, but. Driving the back to back, you immediately like you immediately recognize that the clubman is lower to the ground and it handles um, more immediate. Yeah. Hmm. So, 
I don't know, guys. I don't know. That's a that's a that's a tough call there, Gabe. Super yeah, tough call. So I'll make the call tomorrow, I suppose. Um, the second bit of news is I am uh, officially ordering a new car. Okay, beyond you're the, getting beyond the money. <laughs> I guess. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be a BMW M2 something, right? I'm not going to say what it is. That's going to be a BMW M2. No, no you don't need to. We follow you on Instagram. It's going to be German. It's going to be German. It's going to be a BMW, and it's going to be an M2, Gabe. So stop. If you follow me on Instagram, you have a very clear clue what it is. It's actually the M4. You posted that picture, and there was a lot of love on that picture, I could tell. Yeah, well, I, I actually am not sure what picture you're talking about, but um, ta- I'm just going to throw it out there. I think I've got it here. It's a little more, it's, a little more uh, uh, it's one of the most mispronounced car names in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys, I'll, I'll let the audience discuss if, if they so does no, it, it, It's Actually, it's going to be the 59 Cadillac. Oh, we can't lie. Um, it's... Yeah, so it's it. I'm I'm working on it. It's uh, it's a special moment. And besides so um, that, the '59 Caddy, you can actually drive with the flat bill caps you guys were wearing in Austin this last weekend, and pull it off a lot better. The flat bill caps? You mean just a, a hat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, cap. Uh, it's the Max Verstappen look. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's hey, my old that guy it's yeah. my old guy showing tonight gabe sorry about that i see that i know you get so angry about hipsters oh i do damn I, hipsters. Know. No. I don't even know what a hipster is anymore that's mostly jealousy just because i can't fit into my skinny jeans anymore so <laughs> no that's not true db you fit into your skinny jeans better than you ever have no not anymore i'm 20 pounds heavy but that's that's a post for the bike show that's true. um gabe what else you got for us anything else uh mini I mean, takes the states. I mean, are you excited yeah so there's a bunch of other things so many takes the states uh no, not too much other things i mean we're trying to make it kind of short and we know you're oh, let's do let's and... do one more many takes the states is happening uh look for news on that um i can't talk too much about what's going to happen but it's um it's something that is everybody at mini usa is super excited about it um they are devoted to it and uh, i think you know they they felt 100 percent obligated to do it for many fans they wanted to they wanted to, to, to make it a thing again so yeah, i think look for that I, i'm starting to think maybe they just said something just to shut everybody up on stupid facebook <laughs> sorry i don't I'm think sorry, guys. I, I really am but there's a couple of groups on the stupid facebook that are just completely just out of control with the many takes the state stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's actually, it's quite comical and pretty hilarious. Um, and you guys know which ones I'm talking about and just, it's just really funny, but I'm, I'm glad they decided to redo it. Uh, many takes the states.com. Of course, there's a big countdown there. 255 days from when we're recording this until the next main takes states. So, yeah, so that's the big thing. Um, there's going to be a lot of mini, uh, mini for ES news coming up. There is uh, going to be a big reveal of the mm-hmm. GP in LA. In oh, that's weeks. right. Into the so right. I will LA, be there. LA, LA. I will. Uh, I'll bring you all the news, and um, should be fun. And then, and then, yeah, from there, you're going to start to. We're going to start to talk about drumroll, please. LCI two. Really. Yeah. So, all of huh. the 
all of the things coming to the hardtop, like that new the new grill, which we're we're seeing that in the GP. I'm sure we're going to get something similar to that in the uh, in the new. Yeah, there's going to there's going to be um, some visual changes, much more visual changes, and from what I understand, there's going to be some um, mechanical changes as well. Interesting. So, cool. Right, well, we got to get we got to get past the electric one first. You're driving that this, so we're going to see information about that. Uh, and no, then, I actually will not. I will not drive it. Oh, uh, done when you don't get to drive. You said that. Yeah, yeah I missed I missed right. my chance, unfortunately. Right. Um, but. Hey, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about you, it. You, will you get to see it? Will there be pictures in the motoring file? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, I was I sat in it uh, 30 minutes ago or half hour ago or oh. whatever it was. It's, nice it's great. Thing. Yeah, it's okay. awesome. Um, cool. Very, very cool. All right. Awesome. Finally, let's go ahead and take a, take a, just a minute and let's thank one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. And that's our, our guys over at outmotoring.com. We love these guys. They've been around forever. OG sponsor, white roof radio, motoringfile.com. Aaron's awesome. You guys know this, right? We already know this. I'm, I'm telling you stuff that you already know, but we're going to go through it anyway, just in case, because Christmas is right around the corner and I don't want you to forget your favorite Mini Cooper person. When you click over to outmotoring.com, you're going to be greeted with all kinds of things that just start right at the top. You get uh, points when you order. Awesome. Uh, Aaron's going to make sure you get the right parts for the right car. Awesome. You're belonging to a mini club and you're looking for some kind of, you know, something like a prize, a giveaway, something. Go hit up Aaron and say, and just all you have to do is ask. It might be something from the swag closet. It could be a gift certificate. All you got to do is ask. He will, he's like a huge supporter of the mini clubs. Uh, free shipping on a lot of orders. I think you spend like $195. You're going to ship it for, for free. 100% happiness guarantee. He will hook you up with a hitch for your mini. All of that plus a whole lot more over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. My favorite thing right now, and you guys have seen this already because I talked about this a couple episodes ago, is the little uh, JCW push car. Right. Well, these days I'm just going to make that the image for the show. It's super duper awesome. You can get it at outmotoring.com. I mean, this is like something that you would see at a Mini Cooper dealer, and Aaron's going to have you covered on on uh, the dealer stuff too. Right. And he's got all kinds of stuff over there. Travel gear too. Plus, it's a cold weather season, so full line of car care products. Uh, it's also winter season, so full line of tools, all the DIY stuff to get your car ready for winter available for you over at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Go over there, check it all out if you would please. And that's our friends over at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Mini performance speed and mini cloth bound notebook. Gray, outmotoring.com. All right, cool. Thanks, Gabe, for joining us. Motorfile.com, of course. Keep an eye out on the site and uh, follow uh, Gabe on the Instagram, uh, Motorfile on Instagram, uh, to get all the paid, pretty pictures that he's taking while he's in Spartanburg and anything that is coming up for him, whether it be the uh, Countryman or the Clubman. I think he's going to go Clubman, but that's just me. That's what I think. What do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, I think he's going to end up with the Clubman. I do too. I don't think he's vain enough to go on a looking <laughs> car. But then again, he might surprise us. <laughs> might surprise us. Yeah, I mean, you, never, you never know. It's This is bad because I, I don't think it's a... It's no secret. You look at sales numbers. Yeah. Which, which one of these cars sells better? The Countryman outsells the Clubman 5 to 1. Oh, not really. Five right. Five. Pretty close. It's a lot. Not far off. It's, it's a lot to 1. I'll tell you the... Hold on a second. I'll tell you the numbers right now because I just downloaded them for the year. 
let's just right. look, let's just look for the year so far. The Clubman has sold yes. for year to date um, twenty eight hundred cars. Okay, and the Countryman uh-huh. sold year to date twelve thousand cars. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. It's five to one. It's almost five. almost six to one. Oh my god! Man, oh my gosh! It is five to one. Yeah, five to one. Anyway, my point is, I think the public preference is uh, for the countryman over the. Well, that's because the public preference is for an SUV right now, anyway. And and I, I big big or small, people want to drive that that SUV looking car. They want the higher up view, uh, that kind of stuff. They don't want to ride in a low down to the ground station wagon like the clubman and i really struggle with this and i think that car companies have what they've done and and this plays right into what we're talking about here with many is they've come out with a jcw countryman and clubman that's damn near fifty thousand dollar car we are talking about a forty five thousand dollar gp right Um, this new jcw clubman that gabe's going to be driving is nearly a fifty thousand. I'm going to say forty eight thousand dollar car. I don't know how he got his equipped, but if it's got you know enough options, well, it's like yeah. Let's just say it's mostly fully loaded. It's going to be forty eight grand, right, for this JCW Clubman, and uh, that's getting a little outrageous. But the whole point is, that Countryman also the JCW Countryman is going to be similarly priced, yeah. you know, forty eight to fifty grand. That's where the market is going is performance SUVs, performance right. SUVs and performance truck. I mean, look at how well a Ford Raptor is selling. I know. You know, and those, and those start at like 75 grand. I know. It's ridiculous. I see. I can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Raptor around here now. I follow like I three of them. Two, uh, this is the other thing, too. It's crazy. Sitting at a stoplight, two mm. immediate cars in front of me, in front of me and in the lane over, two Raptors. Like, wow. They're so common. So common. Wow. And I'm like, where do people get this freaking money? And then you answered my question earlier. They're getting hundred month loan, dude. <laughs> That's where they're getting the money. Hundred month loan and the renters too. I bet you that because a lot of people, I think what's going on is they can't afford to buy a house. At least on the West Coast, I don't know how it is in the Midwest. Even but over it. here, people can't afford to buy a house, so they still want to own something that they think has value or something that's nice. That's so they're spending a hundred grand on a car. Yeah, that's a bad, really, 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 really bad idea. Oh, horribly idea. bad idea. If you spend seventy five grand on a car, and this is with, and even if you got a hundred month loan with zero percent interest, your payment is going to be seven hundred fifty dollars a month. Yes, Staying right out there. <laughs> that's simple math. That's simple math. Who wants to pay seven hundred fifty dollars a month for a car? Except you're not. You're paying closer to twelve. Right. Because you didn't get a zero percent interest loan. Right. Right. And you and you only had a thousand dollars down when you bought the damn thing anyway. And uh, because that's what you did. And you're lucky to get four point nine percent. And you know when you're gonna be right side up in that hundred month loan? Never. Month ninety five out of a (laughs) month. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, dude. You only drive five thousand miles a year, you might get right side up. Yeah, except if it's a truck, unless the market changes, you're gonna keep the trucks are like old seven series BMWs. Uh, you have a hundred hundred and fifty thousand mile truck anymore, still worth twenty five grand. Right. So you're going to keep some of your residual value unless the market completely goes upside down and all of a sudden Ford starts making cars again or something. Who knows? Anyway, it's it's crazy to think about. And it's crazy. I think Gabe's going to go with the, the Clubman just because he's had the Countryman now um, 
for, for a little more than a year. So yeah, and I think I made the argument for the Clubman anyway. Yeah, I think so. it's a little sleeker, a, a little nicer, but I still my personal preference, having driven both the cars and, and I drive them pretty frequently, you yeah. know, uh, I think the Countryman feels like a smaller vehicle than the Clubman. That's well, just me. That's just me. Uh, well, that's because you don't have all that extra. It feels like because there's not so much extra space. It's not quite. I don't know. It's a different shape, I guess. And maybe, yeah, that it feels like the Clubman feels like there's so yeah. much space to the back of it. You yeah. know, it's like a bowling alley. It's like driving around in a bowling alley versus, you know, an SUV. <laughs> yeah. Um, iconic JCW uh, Clubman, which is also in all four, uh, $46,400. Yeah, yeah. That's without adding anything on top of that. And you right, so like fifty grand. Black door handles and the black trim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you're looking at fifty thousand dollar car. Yeah. Tax license. Yeah. You're looking at fifty grand. Easy. Exactly. If not more. And 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 my point is that and I'm not saying that there aren't people out there who can afford a fifty. There's tons of people out there who can afford a fifty thousand dollar car. That's not it. But the people who can afford a fifty thousand dollar car, is this gonna be the car they're shopping for? That is a rhetorical question. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know. I do not know. If anything from sales, and, and this hasn't been posted over at Motoringfile yet, sales for many were down 6.5%, 6.4% in October. Again. Yeah. Which is not bad. I mean, they were um, what they were up the month before, mm-hmm. uh, September, but in October, they're back down. I mean, overall for the year, year to date, the mini brand, their sales are down 17.8%. In in this economy now, I'm saying economy supposed to be doing good. I don't believe that because my personal economy is not doing good. <laughs> I mean, the, I yeah. mean, I work in the car business, so I, I don't think the car business is doing that great. No, anything works in anything, and I'm not just talking. That's because everybody's buying used cars if they're buying cars at all. Because you know why? Because cars have gotten too expensive, and this is something we're going to keep talking about. We've talked about it in the last show. We're going to talk about it on the next show. And cars business, are getting too expensive. And in my business, I'm like the the afterthought of like make your car pretty, and people right. put in seventy five thousand dollars on a hundred month loan. They don't want to add another thousand dollars to the car for right for stripes and graphics or whatever because they're like exactly that's gonna add you know that's gonna push me over the edge now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be carrying this loan till you know I'm collecting social security checks. So by no way I could put stripes on it. But then my attitude with a with a hundred month loan, right? Hundred month loan, dude. Hundred months with you know an extra thousand bucks. That's only ten bucks a month. Come on, that's a trip to Starbucks. <laughs> Come on, people, spend the money. <laughs> put some graphics on your car for crap's sake. It's only ten bucks a month. <sighs> wow. Uh, yes, let's be done. Yeah. I want to do a quick thing. By the way, that's a eight and a third years. In case those of you who don't want to do the math in your brain, a hundred month loan on a car. Oh my god! How insane is that? What is wrong with you people? If you've done that, please let us know. Please let us know. But and I want to get the, go in the chat. Now I want to hear the best. I want to hear about those crazy loans. Kind of Ferrari, Porsche, nine eleven, whatever you're buying. <laughs> that's, that's, a mortgage. that's a mortgage. That's not a car loan. That's a freaking mortgage. That's there's no read. There's no there is no need for an eight year loan on anything. A car mortgage is what that is. That's a car mortgage, dude. That's exactly what it is. Because here's the thing: is when you're but, done, you're, but it's a it's a money loss. So you're losing money as soon as you walk off the lot. Well, not only that, DB, but you know, <clears> if you buy a seventy five thousand dollar car, it's seventy five thousand. You're going to pay like ninety five thousand dollars for it by the end of that hundred months with interest. Oh yeah. 
that's just the way it works. Oh yeah. And you're going to be, you're going to lose half its value in the first 30 days. Jeez. My first house, the first Ooh. house I bought was only 70 grand. <laughs> the first house that my dad bought was 26 and that was in 1974. Right. My house here was only three. I mean, come on. Unbelievable. You people are insane. Let's talk about something more fun. You know, it's more fun than a hundred month loans. Gin. Hanging out with me and Todd and Chad, maybe Gabe and Brian and the whole white refrigerator crew in Las Vegas, Nevada. In Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas, baby. We are going back to Vegas. You know why we're going to Vegas? Cause well, we're, first of all, we, I, we all haven't been together in quite some time. It's embarrassing how long it's been since we've all been in the same room together. Second of all, we, oddly enough, we miss hanging out with you bastards um for real so uh, we we miss ambiv is what it is nobody's doing ambiv anymore and that's fine that's a lot of work at the huge amount of work uh and we're not gonna we're not one to judge on that because we aren't gonna take it on no uh -uh. so we're just gonna do it ourselves kind of so we are going back to vegas we are going where did i put the dates we are going to palace station in las vegas nevada and for those of you say anything palace station is nice now todd Yes, yes, I stayed there recently. Uh, Todd stayed there. I didn't the, just rent the room. I actually, we actually stayed there. For those of you who aren't, you know, paying attention, um, <clears throat> Palace Station essentially they flattened everything that wasn't the old tower, and then they went inside and gutted everything back to the studs um, for anything that was left standing. It's really okay. Really it's really nice. You go in, tall ceilings, clean air. Doesn't smell like a hundred year old Vegas. Those weird, creepy rooms off to the side gone. Really nice pool. Nice restaurants. It's got a proper station buffet now. It's super duper nice. Anyway, really nice and still reasonably priced. We are going back there March 27th through March 29th. That's when we will be there. And that's in 2020, last weekend of March. We will pick a certain day, probably Saturday night, where we will say, hey, let's all go and do this one thing. And that's as much planning as we're going to do for this event. You, know you want to go on a drive? Go. Go nuts. That's a beautiful desert to drive through in Las Vegas area. It's absolutely gorgeous. You want to go to the Neon Museum? Hey, have, knock yourself out. You want to go and drive us? You want to put together a strip cruise? By all means, do that. Don't look at us. We aren't doing anything. We are going to be sitting on our asses drinking gin in Vegas, hopefully with you guys. Yeah. And it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And so make your reservations now. Um, it's uh, We don't have a code, no. but we, we didn't reserve a block of rooms because we can't do that because we can't guarantee how many of you guys are going to go. And none of us can be left with the $9,000 bill for a casino. <laughs> no, that's what I've looked into doing this before. That's why I know. And it's very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So make your own reservations. Yes. We'll have more details. Like, like we will have some times, you know, where we're meeting up and this is where we're going to be and this is where we're going to hang out. But we don't imagine there's going to be a lot of people. But we've heard actually I, I've heard from, you know, 10, 12 people so far. And all the people who live in Vegas are going to come out and say hello. I'm hoping. Yes. Know? It's like, you know, what, everybody, there's been so much water under the bridge. Everybody check your egos at the door. Let's just come hang out. Yes. For old time's sake. Yes, for old time's sake. The top deck of Powell Station. Yep, yep. It'll be a great time. So, again, let's uh, put this in the calendar now. March 27 through 29, 2020, Powell Station in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. America's Playground. White Roof Radio Reunion. White Roof Radio Ambiv Reunion. White Roof Radio 
What would we call it? What were we calling it? The 2020 Amviv Remembrance Tour. That's right. The 2020 Amviv Remembrance Tour. You know, just drive out to Vegas. It'll be a lot of fun. That's all we're saying. Anyway, um, I think with that, we're done. Yes, sir. This will be an oddly shaped show. Hopefully it came out okay. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Uh, we appreciate your patience. Uh, we appreciate all of our Patreon supporters, White Roof Radio, uh, House, uh, bike, the bike show, White Roof Radio. Everything is done because of our fabulous sponsors, OutMotoring.com, uh, CravenSpeed.com, and you guys that actually contribute cash. Oddly enough, that doesn't just go into my pocket for beer money. Um, that goes to paying hosting. That goes to paying for the keeps the, lights on. keeps the lights on. It goes for paying for the new recording setup that we do. So the show sounds better. It goes for paying for a lot of stuff. It helps us make the bike show. So we get to produce even more content for those of you guys who really like that. Um, this kind of stuff really helps us a lot. And you know, if more of you guys were to go over to the Patreon page, I would actually ditch out motoring and Craven speed. We could be listener supported. It's up to you guys. You want listener supported? Do it. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. Make it happen. Come on, two bucks a month. Two bucks a month. I'll be honest, I need this to be $300 a month. That's our nut. You guys give me the 300 300 bucks a month, we will stop with sponsors on the show. Boom. Boom. Just like that. Ready? Go. Patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. Anyway, that's it for the week. We are done. Uh, we'll have a weird schedule coming up. We got holidays all over the place. We got Christmas. We got Thanksgiving, Veterans Day. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. So schedule will be a little bit wacky for the rest of the year. We'll get at least one more show in, maybe two, hopefully. Hopefully we get to talk to Gabe once more after the LA Auto Show because he's going to be uh, up close and personal with the new GP upon its release. Make sure you stay tuned to motoringfile.com for all of that. And please stop posting mini stuff from motor.com or those other sites, you animals. From motor- motoringfile.com. Come on. A little support. Jeez. Automotive news is okay. Automotive news is okay. We'll let it go. And Jalopnik's okay, too. Yeah, we like it. Anyway. Anyway, we are done. This is the part of the show where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, whiteroofradio.com. Until next time, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. Cheers.